What would be the case? We had in the previous Mishnah that somebody throws an object from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah, even though the object passed through a Rosh Hashanah before it landed in the other Rosh Hashanah, you would be there for Hotzah. Now, Rabbi Akiva holds that you'd be high in such a case, but even according to Rabbi Akiva, that's only if the object went through the Rosh Hashanah and left the tenth from above the ground. In such a case, we would say, Kluta Kamisha that the object, since it was a compass in the Rosh Hashanah, even though it didn't actually land in the Rosh Hashanah, if it landed in the Rosh Hashanah, you would be high. But even according to Rabbi Akiva, if when the object passed through the Rosh Hashanah, it was above ten Fakhm from the ground of the Rosh Hashanah, you would be part of, as we would not say, Klutha Kamishahun Chadami in that case, since, as we said in the previous Mishnah, Rosh Hashanah is only up to ten Fakhm above the ground, anything above ten Fakhm from the ground of the Rosh Hashanah would not have a dinner for Rosh Hashanah. So what would be a case of somebody who throws something from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah, and the object is more than ten Fakhm above the ground when it passes through the Rosh Hashanah, and you would be part of both according to Rabbi Kiva and according to the Chacham. Stay gives Two balconies opposite each other on two sides of the Rosh Hashanah. Somebody who hands an object from one Rosh Hashanah to the opposite Rosh Hashanah, or somebody throws an object from one Rosh Hashanah to the opposite Rosh Hashanah, and there's one person standing on the balcony on one side of the Rosh Hashanah, and there's another person standing on the balcony on the other side of the Rosh Hashanah and they pass an object to each other, or they throw an object to each other, they would be putter, since the object passed through the Rosh rock more than 10 Vachim above the ground, even according to Rabbi Kiva, we would not say, Kluta Kamisha Honchadana. How you stand with the Yutah Achas? However, if the two balconies were on the same side of the Rosh Hashanah, even though they're not exactly next to each other, in such a case, if somebody hands an object from one balcony to the other balcony, he would be chayim. However, if he throws it, he would be puzzled. Because this was the avoda of the Levian in the Mishkan. Meaning to say, even though the din is that if you hand an object from one Rishasayachit to another Rishasayachit, you are puzzled. But that's only if the two Rishasayachit are on opposite sides of the Rishasarab. But if there are two balconies on the same side of the Rishasarab, and somebody standing on one balcony which has a din of Rishasayachit, and hands an object to a person standing on the other balcony, which also has a thing of Rosh even though there's a Rosh in between, they would be chayev because this avodah was done in the Mishkan, like the Mishnah will soon explain that we find in the Mishkan somebody handing an object from one Rosh to another Rosh and both Rosh were on the same side of the Rosh So since this Malacha is found in the Mishkan, that would be considered a malacha for somebody who does it on Shabbos, and he would be chayav for the malacha of Hotzah. It would be considered a tolda of Hotzah, a secondary malacha to the malacha of Hotzah. However, if instead of handing the object to the person standing on the other balcony, you throw the object to the person standing on the other balcony, even though both balconies are on the same side of the Rosh Harabin, you would be put there, as we do not find in the Mishkan, that they threw an object from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah when there was Rosh Hashanah in between them, even if both Rosh Hashanah were on the same side, you would be Padur, since it was not found in the Mishkan. Stay at Gala Zuach Hazuch Where do we find in the Mishkan that they handed an object from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah, and there was Rosh Hashanah in between, and both Rosh Hashanah were on the same side of the Rosh Hashanah. There were two wagons in the Rosh Hashanah, and they would hand a carriage 
one of the beams of the Mishkan from one wagon to another wagon. And each wagon has a dinner for Rosh Hashanah. And the wagons were lined up in the Rosh Hashanah two by two. And when they took apart the Mishkan and they handed the beam to the people standing in the wagon for the beam to be placed on the wagon, they handed the beam to the wagon that was closest to the Mishkan. And then that wagon would pass the beam up to the wagon right in front of it. So the two wagons were one behind the other in the Rosh Hashanah and the beams were handed from one wagon to the other. So therefore we find in the Mishkan that they would hand an object from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah since the wagons have a dinner Rosh Hashanah and since both wagons were on the same side of the Rosh Hashanah so that would be the din if you hand an object from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah that are both on the same side of the Rosh Hashanah even though to the Rosh Hashanah that is mastic between the two Rosh Hashanah that when you hand the object to the other Rosh Hashanah there's a Rosh Hashanah in the middle you would be high this is called the Malacha of Hoshata of handing something over which is the total of the and your highest, since we find such a malafa in the Mishkan. However, they did not throw the beams from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah. They didn't throw the beams from one wagon to the other wagon, and the beams were too heavy to be thrown. So therefore, throwing something from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah, there would be no chiyav, even if both Rosh Hashanah were on the same side of the Rosh Hashanah. A mound around a pit and a rock. There are ten Bakham hot and four Bakham wide. Somebody who takes an object from them on Shabbat, puts it down in the Rosh Hashanah, or takes an object from the Rosh Hashanah and puts it on the rock or in the pit, he would be hired for the Malafa of Otsah. However, if either the rock or the pit is less than ten Bakham, as the rock is less than ten Bakham hot, and the pit is less than 10 Bakham deep, then they would not be considered a Rishush HaYachin, and therefore somebody who would take an object from the pit or from the rock and put it down in the Rishush HaRav, or vice versa, he would not be high. And they pit the 10 Bakham deep has a din of a Rishush HaYachin, if the pit is at least 4 Bakham wide. Now, even if the pit is less than 10 Bakham deep, but if you put a mound of dirt around the edge of the pit, and if you combine the mound of the dirt together with the pit, it's ten thumb deep. In such a case, the pit would also have a dinner versus a yachet, as we can combine the depth of the pit together with the mound of dirt that's around the edge of the pit. And the pit would have a dinner versus a yachet if it's at least four thumb wide and ten thumb deep in combination with the mound. And a rock also that's ten thumb high and four thumb wide would also have a dinner versus a yachet. So therefore, somebody takes an option from the Rishus Rabbah and puts it in a pit that's ten thumb deep or puts it on a rock that's ten thumb high. He would be high for the Malafa of Hutzah. So too, somebody who takes an object from the pit or from the rock and puts it down on the Rishus Rabbah, he would also be high. However, if the pit is less than ten thumb deep or the rock is less than ten thumb high, it would not have a dinner versus the Yachid. And therefore, somebody who takes an object from them and puts it in the Rishus Rabbah or vice versa, take an object from the Rishus Rabbah and puts it in the pit or on the rock, he would not be high. Somebody who throws an object for Amos in the Rosh Hashanah and it lands up against the wall. If it lands above ten Bakham from the ground of the Rosh Hashanah, it's as if he threw it in the air, meaning you would be positive. Even though you're high for throwing an object for Amos in Rosh Hashanah, 
However, the Rosh Hashanah only goes up to 10 Sachem from the ground. And if it lands up against the wall, for example, the sticky object that you threw, that it got stuck to the wall above 10 Sachem from the ground, since it landed more than 10 Sachem from the ground, you would not be kind. However, if the land within 10 Sachem from the ground is Rosh Hashanah, because if you threw it onto the ground, meaning even if it didn't actually land on the ground, instead it got stuck to the wall, but since it got stuck to the wall within 10 spachim of the ground, it's as if it landed on the ground. And you would be high. Hazarek Barak Arba Amos high. And somebody who throws something in Rosh Hashanah for Amos, and it lands on the ground in the Rosh Hashanah, you would be high if it's throwing for Amos in the Rosh Hashanah is a polda of Hotsah, the secondary category of the Malacha of Hotsah. And you are high if it doesn't make a difference if it lands on the ground or if it gets stuck to the wall within 10 spots from the ground, in both cases, you would be high. And even though you threw it exactly four amas, and then it got stuck to the wall. So now that it got stuck to the wall, from the edge of the object that you threw, from the place that you threw it, it's now less than four amas. Since the object diminishes the amount of four amas, meaning to say that even though the wall is exactly four amas from the place that you threw it, but now that it landed against the wall, so the object that got stuck to the wall, the top of the object is less than four amas in the place that you threw it. Even so, you would be high since it landed up against the wall, and the wall is exactly four amas from the place that you threw it, and you're high for throwing four amas in the Rosh Hashanah. Yarak l'toch arba amas. When it's gavro chuzlo arba amas. Somebody who throws an object, and it lands within four amas in the place that he threw it. Then after it landed, it rolled outside of four amas. You would be positive. And you're only hired for throwing an object four amas. You're not hired for throwing an object less than four amas in the Rosh Hashanah. And even though after it landed, it rolled to further than four amas from where you threw it, even so you're positive. Since the place that you landed is within four amas. However, if you threw an object more than four amas in Rosh Hashanah, and after it landed, it rolled within four amas from the place that you threw it, you would be high since it landed more than four amas away, even though it subsequently rolled within four amos. You're high if it's rolling four amos in Rosh Hashanah.